Sheba, and this week on Anime Cons TV, I'm going to talk about cosplay photography and specifically setting up a photo shoot with a photographer and what to expect. Uh, as someone who cosplays myself a lot, I completely understand that after spending you know weeks, months, potentially years um, of work on a costume, that you might want to have it documented in a way that's a little more professional than having you know a selfie taken on your phone or one of your friends snaps a picture in the hotel room or sometimes you you know get your picture taken in the hallways at a convention. But you might want something that's a little more formal with. A, you know a certain location picked out maybe or you know someone that has um, professional photography and editing skills and you might not know someone in your friend circle that can do that and if you don't then you have to actually search out a cosplay photographer now technically you could have hire any professional photographer to take cosplay pictures however I usually think it's good to work with people who have some familiarity with uh, cosplayers and photographing costumes and, and doing um, that kind of stuff in general and usually, if you've never worked with someone before, it's easier to set up something at a convention where both you and the photographer are going to be in attendance rather than doing something outside the convention. And once you have a working relationship with um, a photographer and you, you know you like their work and, and they like working with you, it's easier to do something outside of a convention maybe. Um, because then you have more choices for locations and you can be flexible with weather and and um, there's a lot of factors that kind of go into that. But if you've never worked with someone before, uh, usually setting something up at a convention where you're both going to be in attendance is the best way to go. Now how do you find this person if, you, if you've never, um, you know, done this before and have no idea. Uh, usually the best thing to do is ask around your friend circle. Word of mouth recommendations are usually the best thing you can possibly do. I know that if I have a good experience with a photographer, I tell all my friends. Um, because then you have someone that you know and trust that can vouch for this person's reliability, their consistency, you know, what they're like to work with, are they nice, are they intimidating, are they creepy, are they encouraging, you know, you want to feel comfortable um, working with this person and also, you know, do you get um, you know, the images back that you like and you can see the images that your friend might have gotten and do you like them. Um, that's probably the, the hardest thing to decide is that everybody has a different opinion on what's a good picture. Um, so you want to make sure that you're looking at people's work and that you like the kind of pictures they take. Not that they're just a photographer and that they're good with a camera, but are, does their style of photography match with your expectations for the costume that you want to shoot? Um, that's like choosing any photographer. So you start with word of mouth. If that doesn't work, you can go on Facebook and look at cosplay photographer pages or Google search that. What I usually have found is that to make sure you're looking at people kind of in your area, sometimes it helps to go on um, the Facebook page for a convention and see photos that have been posted. And usually you can tell which ones are professional, but sometimes you can't. You just click on the picture and see who that, you know, picture came from and you can find um, a cosplay photographer that way or sometimes at a convention if you get your photo taken in the hallway a photographer will give you their card and then after the convention I always go and don't just find your picture look at their work um, one of my favorite photographers Amy I actually met because she took our picture at a convention years ago and gave us her card and I went and looked at her work afterwards and I really liked the pictures she took of other people like mine was okay but I loved the pictures she took of other people so I asked to work with her later and we've had we've taken lots of great pictures together um, but you know sometimes that's the way you you kind of fall into meeting people too is that it's a random um, shot in the hallway you look at their work you like it and you reach out to that person um, no matter how you kind of narrow it down and, and, and kind of start looking at um, 
you know, photographers, before you reach out to them, there's just important research steps that you want to take before you message them and try to set something up and, and kind of start going down that road. So I'm going to list those for you. The first one I already kind of mentioned, you want to make sure that your style of what your expectation is matches with the style of photography that that person does. Everybody's different. Some people use lighting, some people do natural light, some people have take certain you know shots a certain way. Basically everyone has their own opinions about it and you want to make sure that you and your photographer's opinions kind of mesh together. Um, and the only way you can do that is by looking through their work and not just a couple of pictures. If possible, some photographers will post their whole shoot with um, a certain person at a certain occasion. Um, not necessarily all the pictures that they took, but the ones that they edited and that, you know, they, they agreed that those were the, the best ones from the shoot that actually got released to the cosplayer. Um, a lot of photographers will post that, so you'll see maybe six or seven or eight images of the same person from the same shoot, and that's what you want to look at, because you want to look at the consistency of the photographer. Everybody gets a good shot now and again, right? And so some people only post their highlight reel, and so although they might be very good, it's very hard to judge if, you know, you have a shoot with them, if you're going to get a shot like that. If they get one shot every shoot, that's really good. If they get one shot every couple of weeks, that's really good, and you're not one of them. Or are they someone who consistently, consistently you like um, several of the images from each shoot, then it's much more likely when you work with them that when the, you get your pictures back, you're going to like some, if not all of them. Um, there's always going to be a shot you don't like because everybody looks at shoots differently, but as long as you have some that you're really happy with, that that's all that really matters. That's a successful photo shoot. So once you've decided that you like their style and you're ready to reach out to them, um, most photographers will post a lot of this information either on their website, on their Facebook page, um, straight up front, especially if they're looking to do a shoot at a convention and they're, they're pretty much publicly looking um, um, to, to have people message them for shoots. Um, but if they don't, you can message them and ask all these questions all at once and they should be able to give you this information. So you want to make sure, one, are they, are they going to um, a convention um, that you're going to be at and are they open to doing, you know, shoots with new people. Now, I usually, if I've never worked with someone before, see if they've posted on their page that they're they're taking shoots because there's a lot of photographers out there especially the more famous ones probably aren't at this point they're they're picky they work with costumes that they happen to like or people that they already know that they're established or they just want to go to a convention and take random pictures and don't want to you know schedule themselves into a into a corner um, because they want to attend the convention as well so you do want to kind of look out for those usually it's safest if you're nervous about approaching people or if you're nervous about getting rejected see if they've actually posted that they're offering shoots. So that would be number one. Um, if they are, the other thing you want to find out is how many people are, are they willing to do a shoot for? Is this shoot, are you expecting it just to be you? You and a cosplay partner? You and a group? Um, a lot of photographers have limitations about how many people they'll do. Some will only do singles or pairs. Others will do groups but limited size. There are some photographers out there who will do larger groups if you message them, but you want to find out kind of what the photographer is willing to do as far as that. Especially since photographers are usually limited to one or two people, they usually, it's not because, um, they don't want to do a group, it's usually they're not comfortable with um, working with that many people and being sure that they'll get good pictures. Uh, some people are better at working with larger groups and that they will, you know, play to that. So you have to understand that, like, the photographers have a skill set too and they might not be comfortable with a lot of people. Um, the other thing you want to take a look at is how much they charge. Uh, this is 
an important thing to take in consideration that most photographers aren't going to do this for free, especially some of the better photographers. Photography is usually their job. They're not just going to conventions for fun and taking some pictures to make some, like, you know, extra money that a lot of them that this is their their full-time job and, and you're actually most likely going to get better images from someone whose profession is photography and have been trained in it and do it every day um you know whether it's weddings and you know senior headshots and all this stuff than someone who just goes to conventions and makes extra money but sometimes you will that's not necessarily a rule but it's something you keep in mind that people do charge money and they do expect to get paid for their time and, and their talent so I wouldn't go into a photographer search looking for people who will do it for free or who will do it for you know trades or portfolio or whatever typically people want to get paid for their time like anything else so don't go into that search with any kind of expectation that you should get something for nothing no matter how awesome your costume is um there are photographers out there who don't charge who literally do it for fun but usually you get what you pay for right um so you want to make sure that you know you understand what the fees are that they're going to charge and expect to pay that much money um there are now when it comes to fees more money isn't necessarily better fixtures Typically, people charge what they're comfortable charging, and some people who have a lot of experience charge more, and sometimes that means better pictures, not always, um, but you have to keep all of that in mind. Now, when you're looking at how much they charge, you also want to look at how long the shoot is. Um, some, you know, do like 10 minutes, some will do 20, 30, an hour. Again, length of time does not necessarily equal better. Um, but you have to say, you know, if you, you think that you need 20 minutes to get some good pictures, or you think you need you can do it in 10, um, you know, look at what the photographer is offering for how much um, and make sure you understand that before you talk to them. The other thing is how many pictures are, will you expect to get back? Usually photographers will be upfront with how many pictures that you can have returned to you. Um, I would say there are some photographers that will only do one or two pictures that you'll get for a half an hour, hour of shooting. Um, I would say more average is maybe six to eight. Um, that's probably more average for for a shoot uh, for how many pictures you'll get returned to you out of all the ones that you take and uh, there are some that will do more usually some of the photographers that are first starting out um, will do more and they usually charge less and that's just because it takes them more photos to feel confident that they have a good image um, that said you have to be willing to say if I'm gonna pay this amount of money then this amount of photos I'm satisfied with now some photographers will let you pick which ones they edit from like a condensed amount like they'll send you maybe 20 pictures and say okay pick your favorite you know six and I'll edit more if you pay me um, where others they pick the pictures and they will say these are the, the best ones from in my professional opinion and these are the ones you're getting um, so we have to understand you know which way they work that way too and again usually this stuff is published and you can read up on it if not you can message them and ask um, and then I would say the other thing you want to find out is what they do for editing. Most photographers are going to do very basic editing, like, you know, they'll adjust the lighting and maybe, you know, clean up, like, if you have a giant zit on your face or something. Um, but most photographers are not going to do, like, really hardcore editing, where some do. Some go into the whole Photoshop end and put in some, like, space background or whatever. And, uh, you know, you have to know expectation-wise what's going to happen. Some people want all the photoshopping some people don't want the photoshopping they just want their face to look nice um but and also you want to keep in mind that a lot of photographers if they're good photographers you know with the lighting and angles and everything they've already taken a really nice image without a lot of editing and that you know you don't have to expect a lot of post-op but you want to know what they're going to do kind of going into it 
And then finally, how do you actually message them to set up a shoot? Some of them want you just to, you know, PM them or email them. Others have a form that they want you to fill out. Um, some will do first come, first serve. Others will do, you know, I'm going to do, you know, costumes that you send me that I'm interested in shooting. So you have to understand what the expectation is before you message them and get all disappointed and, and, and you know, maybe upset that you didn't actually end up getting to work with them. I would say that, you know, most of the time, if you've done your research ahead of time and know what to expect, you can get a shoot because you're not randomly messaging people who aren't offering them or you're not, you know, messaging people who aren't going to be at the convention you're at or, or whatever. If you read up on it, you should be able to find someone that you think will has a good likelihood that they'll be available to work with you and you'll have a chance to work with them. So once you message them and let's say it all goes well, and you have a photo shoot set up with them. Yay, so excited. Um, what do you do to prepare? Well, there's really, you know, kind of three main things I would say. One, make sure your costume is done. Like, I can't even remotely emphasize this enough. And I feel guilty of this too, so don't think that I'm like, you know, holier than thou. I've had shoots scheduled where the costume didn't get done and I've had to change the costume at the last minute. But what I mean by make sure you get your costume done, one, either schedule a shoot for a costume that's already done. You know, that's your best case scenario, right? Um, or, because the thing is, is that you might, your costume might not come out as good as you thought it was going to, even if you do finish it. Um, or, you know, it might be something you're making, but you have to make sure that that gets done ahead of time and that you're not sewing it in your hotel room when you have a shoot coming up. There are some photographers, if you message them, you know, a day ahead of time or so and say, look, I'm not going to finish, can I replace it with costume that are very flexible and are okay with that. There are other photographers who literally agree to your shoot based upon the costume and are not willing to change it, um, in which case you, you'd have to cancel it and you might not get your money back at that point because you've already paid them for their time and they might not be able to fill the slot at that point. So that gets into a whole nother realm of, you know, depends on the photographer and what their policies are. So you want to make sure you finish your costume because you want to have a good shoot and you want to be comfortable with that costume and getting into it um, before the day of the, um, the scheduled shoot. The other thing you want to make sure um, is that you research kind of poses and, and kind of make some plans in your head for what you want to do once you get in front of the camera. And this is really helpful, um, not just because, uh, you know, you, you, you want to make sure you use both you and the photographer's time effectively. You don't want to get there and spend all of your 20 minutes, um, you know, trying to think of stuff to do and then you've only gotten three pictures taken. Uh, you want to be able to be kind of efficient with that time, but also because if you're nervous, having some plans in your head already can really take that nervousness down. Now, a really good photographer will help pose you and will give you feedback on the poses. They'll, you know, if you look like crap, they'll say, yeah, why don't you move your head over here or your hand over there or, or why don't you try this? Those are the best photographers. Not all photographers are comfortable doing that. Um, but regardless as to whether your photographer is somebody that will help you with that or not, if you're ready to go with some plans in your head, it will just make your experience so much better because it will give both of you something to work with. Uh, you can do that by researching some of the photos um, of the character or reference pictures and kind of mimicking some of the poses that are um, familiar to the character. Practice them in a mirror, see what they look like. You know, not everything that is animated looks good in real life on a person, so just because it's the character's signature pose doesn't necessarily mean you want to actually do it. Um, so, so practice it ahead of time, come up with some ideas. You don't have to come up with a bajillion ideas, but even if you go with maybe four or five thoughts of poses that you can do, it gives your photographer something to, to build off of as well. And then the last one I would say is um, 
you know, communicate with the photographer. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be emailing back up you know, back and forth every five seconds. Usually I only talk to mine to schedule the shoot um, and maybe talk about the costume or an idea I have and then I don't really talk to them to maybe the day before or the day of to be like, where are we meeting? You know, uh, all of that information. But you want to make sure you're in communication with this person both so that you're both on the same page of what costume you're doing. If you have any specific ideas for a location um, or, you know, something that you're trying to accomplish uh, conceptually, you want to make sure they know about that ahead of time. Um, um, and also, you know, be clear about where you're going to meet. That might not actually get into communication um, until the day of, but are you going to communicate by text message or a Facebook message? Or how are you going to get in touch with each other the day of the shoot to make sure that you're both in the same place at the same time and can make the most of um, both of your time? So if you get those things done, you'll be in a much better position. You don't have to be nervous. Now, the day of the actual shoot, very, very, very important that you are early not just on time, but you want to be where you're supposed to meet this person a few minutes early if possible. Um, and if you expect to be even earlier than that, like leave your hotel room like a half an hour before you think you have to. You know, get to the place you're going because everybody knows, especially the convention, elevators are a problem, parking's a problem, foot traffic's a problem, trying to get from place A to B. Whenever you're trying to get somewhere at a certain time, something's going to go wrong. So build that into your schedule. Get ready early. Don't be doing your hair, you know, and then realize you have to meet this person. Um, you want to maybe get into that costume early so that you can get into it comfortably, so that you can make sure all the pieces are where you want it, that your hair is where you want it to be, that your wig is in good condition, that your makeup is right, that you have everything the way you want it. In plenty of time to have things go wrong before you have to go meet this person. So just early, early, early. Um, and the flip side to that is if your shoot is like at 6 p.m., you probably don't want to get into your costume at 10 a.m. because by the time 6 p.m. rolls around, your really awesome hair and your makeup and wig styling and props have time to get messed up. So there is kind of a, a balance to that. So I would recommend that, you know, if you have a shoot, you start getting ready like two hours before. Um, if it takes you about an hour to get ready, if you have a more complicated costume, like when I got into my full Shiva costume, I started getting ready like three hours before. Um, you know, if you practice getting into your outfit, how long it takes you to get dressed, whatever that time is, double it and you should be okay. All right. Now, after the, when you're actually going to the shoot, I also recommend if you've never worked with this person before, bring a friend. Um, you know, and, and there's there's a several reasons to that. One, especially if this is a stranger, you want to be safe, buddy system, um, and also it makes you less nervous just to have you know a friendly face with you. So it's someone that can give you some like encouragement, you know, when you're when you're there, and you know when the person's taking pictures, they can kind of stand back and be like. You look good, you know. Um, it's also really helpful to have someone there um, to kind of help with your costume. Uh, sometimes if you have a friend with you, they can kind of point out, oh, I see that the something got twisted and it's out of place. Let me fix it really quickly before the photographer snaps a photo. They might be there to hold your purse. They might be there. There's a million different, you know, ways that it's helpful to have a friend just come to your shoot with you. And no photographer should have a problem with that. As long as that person's not taking pictures of you over their shoulder, which nobody should ever do, that's really rude, um, then, you know, that person is, is really helpful to be there. Sometimes a photographer will have an assistant to kind of like, you know, flip your cape or fix stuff, but don't assume that they're going to and that if they do, they're comfortable touching you or your stuff. Um, so it's, it's good to have a friend there who, you know, will make sure you don't have a giant hair like in your mouth or something that will help fix it. Plus, buddy system, safety first. 
Um, and then after the shoot's over, try to relax, let it go. Be like, however you feel like it went, trust that, you know, you hired someone and you did a lot of good research and they've gotten good, some good shots of you and, you know, enjoy the rest of your convention. Now, of course, you're going to be anxious to get your images back. Um, what you should communicate before um, you schedule the shoot or even at the shoot, sometimes they'll, they'll tell you when you can expect your images to be ready. Because remember, this person has probably done a ton of shoots at this convention. They have a lot of images to go through. They have to decide which ones are good. They have to edit them. It's a lot of time. Um, but you should agree ahead of time about when about you can expect them to be ready. Some photographers will do kind of a preview images, um, you know, only a day or two after that they, you know, they picked out their favorites and they, you might have some of you, um, or others don't show you anything for several weeks. Um, so I would say it's not uncommon for six to eight weeks to be a turnaround time. Um, there are some photographers that are notorious for, you know, taking six months to a year. That's something you want to be aware of ahead of time, and if you're not okay with that, you might want to work with somebody else who's a little more on top of it and more reliable, but that's up to you. Um, I know I, I would say I would say two months is probably about average, and you don't want to hound that person once if your agreed upon time has not yet elapsed, right? You, you don't want to be that person who's like, are my pictures done yet? Are my pictures done yet? Because that person will want to stab you in the face probably. Um, so you want to be patient, you know, that they're taking their time to do their very best work. But yeah, if a ridiculous amount of time goes by and you've heard nothing, it's perfectly acceptable to message them and be like, hey, you know, when can I expect to have my pictures done? But, you know, don't do that unless, you know, it's been months and months past, um, you know, when you've agreed because you want to make sure that, you know, you're giving them time to do their work. Um, when you do get your pictures back, hopefully you love them, all of them. Uh, most likely you're going to like most of them, hate some of them, and love some of them. That, I mean, I think the, if you love any of them, then it's a successful photo shoot. Even if out of six, maybe it's two of them you're like in love with, and then the other ones you like, um, and maybe there's one that you're like, eh, I'm not a big fan of that one. That's wonderful. That's a successful photo shoot. Um, once you do get them, if you post them to, you know, your social media sites like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, make sure that if they're watermarked, you maintain that watermark you and also that you give credit um, to the photographer a link back to their website or their you know social media site when you post the picture is um, not only uh, polite but also is I would say most photographers require it and it's also just a nice thing to do if you like the image enough to share it you should be plugging who took it um, that also not just helps the photographer but it helps other people who are researching cosplay photographers be like oh I really like that picture who took it you know, and conversely, most photographers um, will also link your social media back if they post pictures of you. So it's all about kind of community building in that way. If, if you like somebody's work and you've worked with them and you had a good experience, give them credit. And if you didn't have a good experience, but you're still liked it enough to share the picture, still give them credit. Okay. Um, and this work with somebody else next time, but always, if you're, if you like it enough to post it, give them credit. Um, and I know sometimes on Instagram, especially vertical pictures, it drives me crazy. Sometimes the watermark gets cut out. If that happens and there's nothing you can do to avoid it, um, or if you're using it as like a profile image and there's nothing you can do to avoid it, uh, make sure you link them back and you, you clearly state who took the picture so that you're giving appropriate credit. Now, beyond social media sharing, there's usually, um, with most photographers, 
limitations on what they would allow you to do with their images because even though you're in them and even though you paid for them you don't own those pictures the photographer still owns those pictures and that means that you shouldn't be editing them further so for example again if you post them on Instagram do not put like Instagram filters on them the photographer already did like all this work to make the picture the way they want it they put their name on it that means that this is kind of like representing them in their work so then if you go and change it um that no longer is representing their work so you without a photographer's permission you never want to like you know put filters on a picture you don't want to crop the picture you don't want to suddenly take this picture and like do all this crazy editing to it um it's it's rude but it's also you know you're not even allowed to do that. that person probably won't work with you again if you start doing that with all their stuff um you want to make sure that if you are going to do something to the picture, if you want to do something to the picture, talk to the photographer about it. You know, if, if something's really that you want to, sometimes people do collaborations where they have someone that edits the picture after they've taken it, but that's a discussion they've had with the photographer um, before they did anything. And, and some photographers will straight up tell you they, they're not cool with it. Um, and you have to be okay with that. Um, the other thing is about printing the images. Um, some photographers have rules about not, you know, actually putting their images physically um, on something that's going to get distributed. So if you're going to use that picture for anything, like I know that since I've judged the masquerade at Anime Boston, a lot of times our picture ends up in the program and sometimes I'll submit one taken by a photographer. I always ask that photographer first. I'm like, are you okay with that? Will they, they'll, you know, we'll give you credit, blah, 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 blah. You want to make sure that they're okay with anything that's getting printed, with anything that's getting used for anything that's not like your Facebook page or your website, right? Um, especially now, if you're going to sell the images, there are some cosplayers that sell prints. You 100% absolutely have to work that out with the photographer before you even go down that road. I don't sell prints myself. I'm not really, um, you know, familiar with all the ins and outs of the agreements about that, but you definitely need to work that out. Some photographers will straight out not allow it. Others will work out some kind of profit sharing um, situation. And then there are other photographers who will sell um, the photos rights to you. Um, and there's a one-time payment involved in that. And then you can do all this other stuff with the image. Um, but that's something you absolutely have to work out with a photographer before you, you kind of um, go down that road. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, the, but those are all things you have to be aware of. It sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It's not that complicated. A lot of it's common sense. Um, but it's basically, it's like any other um, kind of situation where you're hiring someone to do something. You want to research it ahead of time. You want to be informed with what to expect. Um, you want to make sure that the actual interaction goes smoothly. And then afterwards, you want to make sure that you're, you know, giving proper credit and using um, that person's work the way that you both have agreed that you would use it and not in other ways that you have not agreed on that you will use it. One last piece of advice, I feel like, I hate that I even have to talk about this, but I do because it definitely happens. There are creepy people out there who try to use cosplay photography to take advantage of um, unsuspecting people, most often women, not always, but most often women. Um, so there are some red flags you want to look out for. One, you know, always, always, always uh, you know, understand that when you're in a communication with this person that they should never be asking you for any kind of naked pictures. I, I don't know why people get that and don't immediately have red flags come up, but they should. Um, if you're not scheduling to do, uh, 
a boudoir shoot or a nude shoot, um, then they don't need naked pictures of you for any reason whatsoever, or even undress. Like, they don't need pictures of you at all, alright? They might need pictures of the character um, to kind of plan ideas for the shoot and do research, or to see if they're interested in shooting the costume, but there's no reason they need pictures of you at all um, to prepare for a shoot. So that's super red flag. Um, also, you always, 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 as I mentioned before, bring a friend um, to the shoot. Usually it's going to be in a public place if you're scheduling one in the convention. If it's not, that might be a little weird, but not always. But bring a friend. Um, and if you're ever, ever at any point uncomfortable during the shoot, just walk away from it. You know, and, and I mean, if, if you never need to do something that makes you uncomfortable, trust your gut. If you feel uncomfortable, don't, don't continue and, and leave. Um, and don't let anyone take a photo of you that you're uncomfortable with. Um, you know, you, you shouldn't even pose for one that you're uncomfortable with. Just end it right there. No, nobody, don't worry about hurting anybody's feelings. Don't worry about, I don't care how popular or, you know, this photographer is. It's absolute bullshit. If you're uncomfortable and if things are shady, get out. All right. Um, luckily this is the minority of photographers. There's a wonderful, there's many, many, many wonderful cosplay photographers to work with, but there are also creeps out there and it's, you know, there are people that use an excuse of a camera to kind of get in, you into a bad situation. Do not let that happen. All right. And you can always kind of, again, this is why word of mouth is really important. You know, ask around if it's someone you haven't worked with before and you're thinking of asking, has anyone heard of this person? Um, you can always Google them and see if there's any weirdness that you should be worried about. Um, and that's something that you can do to protect yourself. So glad that's out of the way. Ugh, I'm gonna wash my mouth out after saying all that. Um, anyway, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you're able to use these tips and hopefully find a photographer and have an amazing shoe and get awesome pictures of your costumes. Um, if you have any feedback or any other tips or questions or concerns or, you know, reach out to us. We have our YouTube page, we have our email, our voicemail, our Google Plus, our Facebook, all this cool stuff that Patrick can put, you know, here. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, let us know if you have any other thoughts um, or if you have recommendations for amazing cosplay photographers that everyone should know about. See you next week. <laughs>